Having a good time, John, Josh, and Alex. Trenchant analysis, John, Josh, and Alex. Good, good friends, John, Josh, and Alex. The final fantasy. Welcome back to the Final Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host, John. With me, as always, are my two sweet little new coaching hires, Alex. Hi. And Josh Weiner. Alex, you're, uh, I believe, with the Atlanta Falcons now. Josh, you were hired by the New York Jets. Ooh. Oh, wait. Excited to be a bird again, you know? Um, bright lights, big city in New York for, uh, for Josh and uh, uh, Hotlanta for Alex. Um, we do actually have some uh, some new hires, some some weird stuff going on, some firings, some other stuff, but uh, we'll kind of get into that later. Uh, starting off the top wild card weekend, uh, super wild card or whatever it was called. I don't know if we're allowed to say the actual title, so we'll just say super duper wild card extravaganza took place last weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. Six games, all the fun you could handle. And there was some slime in one, too, I believe, right? Yeah, I was going to say sure we need was. to talk about the uh, Nickelodeon simulcast of the game, which, frankly, I think we should incorporate more slime just into regular broadcast coverage. But, you know, that's just yeah, But I agree. I would, oh, Alex, you go. Oh, I read that they did that because they wanted to, you know, expose more kids to pro football. And I think making kids watch the Chicago Bears counts as child abuse. <laughs> Oh, is it's like uh like the kid like that Simpsons episode when they're trying to get kids to join the Navy or something? They're just trying to get more kids to like play contact contact sports. Um, and it worked, obviously. Um, my nieces and nephews have all signed up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I I I like it. I think they should do it for every single game ever that ever takes place from here on out. But I want actual slime. Like I want the players to get gunked in the end zone after they score. And I want them to have to like be toweled off uh, during commercial breaks, or you know what? Don't towel them off. If the coaches are gonna throw like a challenge red flag, they should have to like reach into like a giant like novelty like nose like in Double Dare, <laughs> yeah, and like pull it out in time. And should they get like Olmec, the uh, the big talking head thing? He'll like tell yeah. them like what they're doing. He's there too, fired. baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, it's it's not just running plays like normal. You have to like Olmec gives you like a list of tasks you have to do, and if you don't do them all, you do like a touchdown doesn't count or something. I actually, heard the Lions are going to hire Olmec as their new coach. I have heard that too. <laughs> the rumblings uh, out of Detroit are that Olmec is now the new uh, Detroit Lions head coach. They're literally rumblings. He's yeah, an deep. old ancient being. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also a really defensive minded coach. Um, I believe his last job was at the University of Temple. Um, anyone? Nothing. You could start by <laughs> handing the ball off to Adrian Peterson. <laughs> we should do Gaining that. Mold. One yard. Well, I have uh, my first 15 plays scripted, no matter what the circumstances are. And if anything happens, I will not change. So, he's, you know, it's going to be very similar to Matt Patricia. Ever said, Old Mech and Matt Patricia are a lot alike. Um, but, yeah, uh, so wild card, you know, we had, the, we had the goop, we had the gack, we had all that. Um, that did take place in that uh, Chicago New Orleans game, you know, we talked about how, you know, Chicago could have, you know, had they done the things they needed to do right. And for a, you know, for a point they did, um, but kind of just the old 
you know, old things, old problems, uh, you know, peek their head out and uh, not really a solid finish. 21 9. When Trubisky made that perfect throw that that guy dropped in the end zone, I knew that the Bears were fucked. Yeah, you can always kind of tell with teams like the Bear, yeah, when something happens, it's like that was that was just kind of the turning point. Not coming back from it. Yeah, I mean, uh, Alvin Kamara went for 99 yards and one slime down. Uh, I also think they should change touchdowns to slime downs. Um, we'll work that out throughout the show. We'll see what people think. These are all great ideas. I agree. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, Chicago, 199 yards passing. Dave Montgomery really didn't ever get a chance to get going. Uh, 12 carries, 31 yards. Kamara, huge game. Uh, Drew Brees was really efficient. Um, uh, 265, two touchdowns. Uh, they only had one, like, you know, big uh, Taysom Hill mess up. Um, put him in on a fumble, getting too cute. And yeah, that's the – I mean, obviously, I, I think we all chose – and actually, I can go through our picks. I'm pretty sure this one we all pretty much across the board picked the Saints, and we did. Um, but I do think that Taysom Hill, they, they just get cute with him, and it, it always finds a way to bite. I mean, you do it against a team like Chicago, sure, but now Chicago's out. The, the team that – the two teams that really, you know, everyone knew or even shouldn't have been in the playoffs are both gone. So you're playing some tougher tougher, uh, tougher teams this, uh, this week and, and moving forward. So I think Taysom Hill – Taysom Hill, I think, set up for at least two more fumbles before this, uh, this uh, postseason is, is through the thoughts. You- do you think uh, if Drew Brees retires this year, do you think Taysom Hill takes the starting job, or do you think uh, elsewhere? Uh, you know, I I want to say no because obviously Sean Payton is you know seemingly a smart coach, but then also you know he also just kind and and he did he did look good in 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 flashes, but also remember we spoke about it after that when they finally did go down when they finally lost a game with him as a starter, they were playing a really good team. You know, they were beating bad teams with Taysom Hill and then they played a good team and lost. So it's like, do they still have Winston down there? They do, but he was only on a one-year contract. So he, you know, unless he resigns as the possible starter, I mean, everyone thought he was the backup. Um, But I mean, obviously then, then your starter is Jameis Winston. So eh, yay. Um, Mind you, I do think that, I think he could be, you know, a more serviceable, you know, passer than uh, Taysom Hill. But, you know, he probably will. Taysom Hill will probably be the starter there. Sean Payton seems to like him and so much to, like, you know, a fault, it seems like. But I don't know, man. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Saints Saints, uh, cruise over the Bears, which, of course, we all saw coming. Uh, Early game, uh, Baltimore, Tennessee. Uh, Lamar Jackson had never won a playoff game. He's only been a starter for, you know, a couple seasons and one of those he won an MVP. So, I mean, obviously they have to find something to talk about before these games. It's like, he's never won a playoff game before. Oh no. And I'm like, yeah, he's still like young. Oh, is this his second or third? Did he do one two years ago? Maybe he didn't. Well, no, because. Because he just lost that game last year. Okay. So yeah, maybe. Well, because he's, he's only been the starter for the full seat, full-time starter for two seasons, but he started like half a season the season before. So this is his third year. That's what I meant to say. So was it his third playoff game or second? I think it's only a second. Okay. I'm pretty sure that last Joe Flacco year, they didn't make the playoffs, but I could be wrong. Josh, look it up. Um, So, but regardless, three-year starter, you know, it's like, oh, he's never won a playoff game. Let's be worried, you know, whatever. You know, it wasn't, you know, the prettiest game or anything, but it was a really good Really good defense and run game. Obviously, Lamar Jackson went over for on a, over 130 rushing yards, added a touchdown. J.K. Dobbins had another touchdown. 
as a team, they rushed for over 230 yards. Uh, you know, passing numbers weren't great uh, for Lamar, 17-24, 179, and a pick. Sacked five times, so that's not good either. But you know what? They came out of, uh, with a seven-point win, stopped Derrick Henry. You know, they just decided, you know, I, they, they were like, we're not going to let Derrick Henry beat us. They didn't. Derrick Henry finished with 18 carries, 40 yards. Uh, Tannehill, 165, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, but, yeah, so the Ravens, Josh, do you get any? Uh, I'm pulling it up here. Oh, uh, you're still pulling it up? God yeah. damn. You slow, boy. You slow. Uh, but, yeah, with uh, the Titans out, obviously Derrick Henry's, you know, 2,000-yard season is now, you know, over. Uh, it's kind of a bummer. But that team as a whole, also, they just lost their offensive coordinator, Arthur Smith. He was just hired by the Falcons. Uh, he'd been the OC there for two years, and what do you know? They were actually kind of good for a couple of years there, so we'll see what happens next season. But they do have a lot of pieces in place, a lot of fun fantasy guy. A.J. AJ Brown, obviously, is a superstar. Um, if not, you know, there he's primed to turn a corner. Derrick Henry's still in his prime. John, I have something. What do you have? Uh, Lamar Jackson started the 2018 wildcard game that was actually in January of 19 where they lost to the Chargers. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So they, so he has, yeah. So two, one and two in playoff games. But you know how they they always try and find like this, like something to yeah. talk about. You know, it's the Baltimore Tennessee. It's not exactly like the sexiest matchup even in the playoffs. I mean, they're they're good teams. You know, and, and Tennessee beat them last year. It's like that's that's something. That's a storyline. You know, the MVP and you know they're you know high seed the AFC playoffs. But it's like no, he's never won it. And I'm like, well, he he has now. So find something else to talk about next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any other thoughts on that game? 2013, another kind of low scoring affair, you know, I think just kind of there, you know? Yeah. Surprisingly lower scoring than I think the, uh, the over under expected it to be. But other than that, I didn't watch much of that game. So I watched a good amount of that game and I thought it was good, even though yeah. it wasn't the offensive showcase that they probably would have advertised it as. I want there to be an, like, cause they beat the Titans beat the Ravens last year in the playoffs Beat them pretty badly when the Ravens had that like fourteen and two team, and then this year the Ravens won. I want this. I want there to be a good new rivalry. Like at the end of this game, the uh, the Ravens were stomping on the Titans logo. Looked like there might have been a fight. I want there to be a new like good playoff rivalry. So and this I could be it. this could be the one. This could be the one. Uh, well, moving on to the NFC side of things, kids. Let's do the NFC. So. Um, the other team that we were talking about, another team that, you know, they're in the playoffs, but, like, how, how far can this go? The Washington football team took on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady was about as good as you can be, um, over 300 yards, almost 400 yards, actually, two touchdowns. Leonard Fournette kind of blew up, 93 yards on 19 carries. He was almost at five carries, uh, or five, five yards tote. Um they were just kind of close game though yeah and that's the thing on the other side very close game Washington really couldn't get you know the run game going Antonio Gibson 14 carries 31 yards but Taylor Henneke Heineken Heineken this AF or XFL kid this kid from the old dominion I believe is where he played college ball um the old dominion 
And honestly, watching, and I'm not going to lie and say that I've watched a ton of Washington football game games this year, or Washington football team games this year. Um, but the few that I have seen, I mean, this kid actually, this is probably the most exciting quarterback game that this team has had all season. I mean, he was running really well, 46 yards on six, on six touches, uh, touchdown, a really, like, dope diving, you know, cool touchdown to kind of keep him in it. Threw another one uh, to Steven Sims, uh, not the other. What was the kid from Chicago? It's his name, Wims. Wims and Sims. Um, the Sims and Wims show. Wims and Sims. Sim Wim. Uh, yeah, this is the team that has Cam Sims as a receiver who actually had seven catches for 104 yards. And then uh, Steven Sims Jr., uh, three catches for 33 yards. So it's always nice to see a father and son uh, get to play together in the NFL, especially, <laughs> the at, the Sims, same time. I call <laughs> especially at the same time. Um, you can tell he's like, he's not, uh, he's uh, he was named after his grandfather or something. I don't know. But um, I don't know how the names work. But yeah, I mean, Taylor, Taylor Heineke. Now, Josh, I'm going to ask you a question that's impossible to answer at this point, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Taylor Heineke, do you think his playing this game gave him any possible shot at at least being in the conversation next year, being the starting quarterback for the Washington skin. Uh, yeah, possibly. I, I, from what I read after the game, they were really impressed with his uh, performance. Um, I think more likely they draft a quarterback in the first round. Um, I don't know exactly who'd follow him that Florida quarterback, uh, Trask, I think is his last name. I can't remember his first name, but, um, it wouldn't shock me if they, you know, picked him up and, you know, who knows it, let him compete and see who the best, uh, gives you the best shot at winning. But, um, yeah, yeah, he was, he looked good. I mean, I, I can't lie. And I think it came down to the last drive, if I remember right, um, uh, of that game where they had still a yeah. shot at winning on the last possession, but yeah, I mean, for, you know, I just assumed Tampa Bay was really going to run away with it. They ended up getting the win, but it was close. It was close, man. Uh, Alex, do you think – I mean, Donald Trump is now out of a job, too. He lives in the we'll area. See. He lives in the area. I mean, maybe maybe we get a quarterback competition going. Or did oh, you yeah, say I we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> you think we'll Donald see. Trump is going to – I mean, what's the, next lo- the what's the next logical step? I mean, he's the youngest, most attractive fit president who's ever ever You're lived. You're he should obviously. be the quarterback for the Teasers? I think he should I be. I agree more, John. Yeah, I think he should be the quarterback for, I, I don't, you know, really want to see him. And I think a helmet will cover his face up if he gets one of those visors and you have to see I think he face. should be a player coach. Oh, and like, and like wear the uniform he wore when he was a kid, like with the old pants. Leather the, helmet. Yeah. The leather helmet. <clears throat> Yeah, he's he's the youngest ever, but also like he played in the era of the leather helmet. I mean, and presidents are old, guys. Remember that they're old as shit. I believe Richard Milhouse Nixon was like uh, 114 years old when he was president. So think about that for a second. Um, but no, Taylor Henneke played a great game. We'll see what happens. Lots of fun players on that team too. Antonio Gibson, you know, uh, I think he he summed it up pretty well in a tweet uh, for how his rookie season went. He's like, you know, pretty good for you know a guy only had you know, you know. Third, you know, thirty-some running back touches in college, and he was a wide receiver in college. So, uh, Terry McLaurin obviously turning a corner, and I think this season was kind of his like stamp. He's he's a fantasy star now. Uh, John, you didn't ask me, but I'll go ahead and answer the question you asked, Josh. Oh, okay. I think Heineke's going to get some big contract from some dump garbage team. 
Yes. Um, uh, become the Matt Flynn of the new decade. Yeah, he'll get uh, – the Raiders will sign him to, like, a $80 million contract based on that game, all guaranteed. And uh, So I think he'll be out of Washington, which good for him. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely, man. Make some money, do your thing. I don't think it's going to make that much money, but um, yeah, then Marcus Mariota will take over the starting job, and he'll just be the really high-paid backup. Uh, but yeah, Tyler Heineke, great game. You know, sucks to sucks to go down like that, but hey, man, he played played a hell of a game. Uh, staying on the NFC side, another one that maybe uh, I believe of the three of us, only two, uh, only one of us actually picked this game correctly, and that is the the Ram Seahawks game. And as Alex, he's pointing to himself. Uh, like gloating like a big dumb baby he's now he's crying and he's doing that thing where babies rub their eyes and he's going wah, wah, wah. okay <laughs> uh but yeah john wolf for weird game right so jared goff um is you know he was not i mean he was obviously active he was dressed um as an emergency quarterback john wolford started the game went three for six for 29 yards and then took a hit so hard that he like got knocked up and out of the stadium and landed in a pillow factory and then the someone blew up it was like the pillow factory but it was set so, for demolition yeah set for demolition and then someone <laughs> blew it up and then he flew out of that and then he landed directly into like a, a hospital bed um so jared goff with his recently surgically repaired thumb comes in and I, before we go like they have quarterback other quarterbacks in this team they have other quarterbacks in their practice squad and up you know up till recently they had a what's his bucket uh Bortles service there I'm like and before I ask this question I understand Blake Bortles is not a very good quarterback but when the two options you have are John Wolford and Jared Goff who only has one hand (laughs) wouldn't it make sense to sign up one of these other quarterbacks you know just in case they were the only two quarterbacks on on the field last week it was makes no sense obviously Jared Goff was able to go the distance um in large part due to one of Alex's, uh, Alex's old teammates uh, from this last fantasy season, Cam Akers, 28 carries, 131 yards and a touchdown. Um, definitely kind of put the game on his back. You know, they 19 pass attempts by Jared Goff, 155, a touchdown. But they, you know, a lot of other things have, you know, Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup hurt his knee. Um, uh, Aaron Donald, you know, all world terminator, destroyer of men uh has a rib injury obviously he's day-to-day i believe he's most likely going to play this week uh i'm a packers fan so i'd really love it if he didn't but um cooper cup i think is still day-to-day um so they lost a lot but they came out came out with a 30 to 20 win alex you picked it you were you were the only one that picked it what what was you what are you thinking what was what was going through your mind what was going through my mind when I picked it? Yeah, what, what was your thought process? You know, you have to share some of your genius with, uh, with the world. Well, I think I said last week, I mean, I just think LA's defense is really good and that they split both their games this year. And I think that despite the fact that Seattle had a better record, I don't know, I just thought it was better. I think LA has a worse shot of beating Green Bay than Seattle did. I would agree with that. But, I mean, yeah, the Seattle was just kind of a weird team this year. They started off super hot offensively all over the place. And then they, they went, they, they went like, in, they're like, I don't know. I can't think of the term, but their offense was so good at the beginning of the year and their defense was so bad. And then it switched in the middle and their defense got a lot better, but their offense went down. Russell Wilson, he still had a good year, but like at the beginning of the year, he looked like an MVP. And at the end, he yeah. was, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, even DK Metcalf finally had a big game. He'd been kind of quiet for a while, 96, 96 and two, two touchdowns on five catches, but that's 11 targets, um, easily the most targets in that game. Um, yeah, just a kind of a, yeah, defensive game. Russell Wilson was 11 of 27, so not great at all uh, for 174 yards, two touchdowns and a pick, was also sacked five times. Chris Carson on the ground couldn't really do a whole lot, you know, 16 for 77, obviously, you know, they were trying, you know, they were trying to establish that run, but uh, yeah, man, uh, they just, you know, got the better of them. Cam Akers, obviously star of that game. Uh, Cooper Cup. I'm going to say, I, I haven't had a chance to watch many Seahawks games this year, but uh, like, so I haven't had the chance to see DK Metcalf in action, but that dude is a physical beast oh he's awesome dude i I saw that game where he where he chased down that uh uh cardinals defender you know pretty much the entire length of the field i mean the dude's the dude's incredible the only seahawk that had a somewhat decent game yeah well i mean he caught you know almost half of russell wilson's piddly completion amount so there's that yeah weird game but yeah cam makers cam makers star of that game but cooper cup did have a crazy 40 yard catch like over the top of a dude too if he can't play next week that is going to hurt um obviously they still have robert woods and uh they've got some other receiving talent tyler higby and jared lover at the tight end position but losing cooper cup that that's going to hurt but you know we'll see what happens um let's see let's round it out we've got one more actually we've got two more afc games i think you guys know which one we're going to close out on so next we're going to talk about buffalo and indianapolis uh close game really good game Hello, skating. Whoa. Uh, both offenses looked really good. Josh Allen picked up right where he left off. Phil Rivers also played a fantastic game, obviously. Had to throw a lot down the stretch. Um, over 300, two touchdowns. John Taylor, uh, 78 yards and a touch. Uh, yeah, this Bills team, you know, 27-24. Good opponent, you know. And then the Bills have been playing, you know, They've been playing, you know, like the Steelers. They've gotten some decent opponents, but they've just been beating the shit out of people. Closer game. Uh, I don't know. What do you guys think about Buffalo, Alex? What do you think about Buffalo's chances next week after? after oh, I like Buffalo a lot. I think they're the next best team left in the playoffs outside of Kansas City. But it's tough. I mean, that I think Indianapolis was a good team. I think this was a good game. Uh, they're playing Baltimore, who's getting uh, – very good at the wrong time for Buffalo. So I want Buffalo to win. I will make no, I have no shame about having some um, misplaced homerism for, I'm rooting for Buffalo all the way, but it gets tougher for him now with Baltimore and then probably Kansas City. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll, uh, we'll uh, roll into that one too. But yeah, Indianapolis, great season. Josh, your boy, J- JT, finished out a really great season with a really solid, uh, really solid performance in this game. Little low, you know, the, the yards per carry average was down a little bit, uh, three seven, but did get in the end zone. Um, they just weren't ripping off, you know, kind of the big runs like they had. Naheem Hines, up, I mean, he did uh, seven for seventy and a touchdown, or no, sorry, uh, six for seventy-five, no touchdown. Um, but yeah, I don't know, man. Like uh, JT next season, Josh, where, where are you putting him? Where do you think his ADP is going to be? Um. <sighs> I'd probably put him at like RB six or seven right now. I mean, I think he's that good. And I think uh, he's, he only improved as the season went on. And once they found out that, you know, 
how they're going to use him in that offense. I'd, I'd even rank him higher just not knowing what their quarterback situation is going to be next year and what that yeah. offense is going to be able to do. I mean, if Phillip Rivers or, you know, they found someone even better, I don't know who that would be, but um, I'd, I'd maybe even put him at somewhere around five. But, um, yeah, I like him a lot next year, and he's somebody I'd be targeting, um, you know, because his second half of the season which was much better than his first half, and I think if you're just looking at pure numbers – it's going to be missed on a lot of people just how much uh, he improved over the season. So Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree wholeheartedly. Well, with that, we move into what... Do you think, real quick, oh, yeah. do you think that was uh, Rivers' last game in the NFL? I don't think it was his last game. I think it's more likely it was his last game as a Colt. Um, I think he still plays. Him and Roethlisberger are both, like, you know, fucking crazy. They They just want to play until their bodies, like, literally, like, their arms and like legs start to fall off like they're made out of legos I, if he I, doesn't go to the if it doesn't say with the colts where would you see him landing where he could do you know that's damage that's tough i mean for him obviously you got to look at you got to look at a team that's good it has to be a decent team because i mean like like he did this you're going to the colts you know a team with a really good offensive line some decent skill position players and a really solid defense that's why i think it makes the most sense for him you know to figure out a way to stick it out another year in Indy, but I mean, they may be looking to move on. So, I mean, you got to look at a team that has like an ability to win now. I mean, if you're looking at like the 49ers, if they decide to draft like O-line or defense, I mean, that could be a decent spot for him. I don't think the 49ers would shell out money for um, Phil Rivers at this point, but you never know. The Bears are another possibility. That's a really good roster. (sighs) but with terrible, terrible ownership and, you know, no idea of what to do, where to do it and how. And obviously they just decided, you know, they're sticking with pace or sticking with uh, uh, Nagy again the season, which, I mean, you went eight and eight, you went to a playoff game. I kind of saw that coming, but yeah, a team, a team like the, that's the team kind of teams you got to look at. I mean, really teams that aren't set at quarterback. I mean, how many more are there? I mean, in San Francisco, Chicago, Detroit, even. Um, and I know you, disagree with whatever but they do have talent on that roster um i never said they didn't have talent you say it all the time you say it in your sleep well that's that's more of like a trauma response like in between snores you're like no that's what pissed me off about the last this past year and the last three years in general not to go on a whole lions thing but is that they did have talent i think this year they had more talent than they've had in years and it didn't matter because they had a really fucking shitty coach but he's dead now or gone or whatever (laughs) he may as well be um but yeah i mean that's the kind of thing you got to look at it's 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 just if you're if you still think you have game and obviously if other teams do you gotta find the right fit because i mean philip rivers at this point it makes absolutely no sense to go play one unless he just really likes playing the game and doesn't really care about you know finally winning a title wants to stay away from his 30 children yeah in which that case like hell go play for the jets for a year who gives a shit go play for jacksonville or whatever but go uh, uh, nurture trevor lawrence for six games um yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it could go. I, mean, I think the closer we get after the season, once the, the cogs start turning in free agency, we'll have some better answers about that. Um, but speaking of the other guy who also is never, ever going to die uh, and never leave, uh, Ben Roethlisberger took his 12-4 and four, uh, Steelers out on the field. 500 passing yards. Yep, to face off of the Cleveland Browns. So this stat line will start with 47 completions, 
68 attempts, which I believe is an NFL record, 501 yards, four touchdowns. Sounds great, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound great? Hold up, I'm not done. Four interceptions, uh, bad ones too, and they just got stomped. I was, we were watching that game, and what a dream! Walked away from it for you know, ten minutes. Game's just starting. Come back to it. They're already down twenty-eight to nothing. Final forty-eight thirty-seven. Obviously, a lot closer than. Uh, so a lot closer on the scoreboard than it actually felt. Uh, yikes. Yeah, so I just kind of started the first snap by, you know, blew over Roethlisberger's head, bounced the end zone, lucky bounce, Cleveland falls on it. Kareem Hunt has two carries. His first two carries go for touchdowns. And Baker Mayfield, 21 of 34, 236, and three touchdowns. Only average 7-7, seven, seven, not great. But, you know, you know, he hit that 93 QBR. Uh compared to uh, 66 on the other side, the other guy, and obviously his stats were definitely, I would say that his stats were a little bit bumped up because, you know, they were losing by, you know, five scores, you know, at halftime. Uh, well, not quite. They'd scored 10 points by then, I believe. But um, Pittsburgh Steelers. Josh, you had a couple of their players this year. Bye-bye. You made a big, you, made, you swung big, swung big for James Conner. Who do you think is coming back to this team? I guess James Conner is in a free agency. Or Juju Smith-Schuster also. Juju had a big game, but you, you look at 13 catches, 19 targets, 157, and a touchdown. Great. That's fantastic. But also, yeah, you're throwing every down now. Like, obviously, those, those stats are going to be bumped. I don't know, man. Like, do you think Roethlisberger or any of these guys come back this year? Do you think any of them are going to be playing for them? Um, Roethlisberger? Um... Yeah, yeah let's just, start with him. I'll start with him, the big, the big Ben, um, the biggest Ben. Uh, I, I think he comes back just because, as you said, I think he's just going to play until literally his body like disintegrates onto the field um, and he returns to Mother Gaia from whence he came. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I think he comes back. What do, so I read an interesting stat the other day, um, and you know this just by watching any part portion of their games, but – um, they ran the ball least of all of NFL teams by a pretty wide margin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I traded for James Conner uh, early in the season. Still probably worked out better than having Todd Gurley, but um, but I, ba- I basically had him on my bench for – I don't think – I can't even think of a, a game after, you know, week six that I played him uh, in my starting lineup. So – um, what do I think they do? I don't see Connor coming back. Um, Juju, uh, I could see them trading him because they have, I think, well, it's good. He's, in a, he's Juju's going to be a free agent. So he's, or, a, uh, okay. he's an un, unrestricted free agent, I believe. Okay. So, and I mean, they have Claypool, who's, I think, you know, a great talent, and Deontay Johnson, obviously. I think they have the weapons there at wide receiver even without Juju to be, you know, a great offense. Uh, but they they got to figure out a way to run the ball. I mean, this is part of the reason why they lost so big, the entire reason. But the, the, just the last five games of the season, you could see their offense was sputtering because they knew exactly what, you know, they were going to do on every single down, which is chuck the ball to someone down the field. And 
Josh, so when, when Josh just said uh, they need to find a way to run the ball, I actually saw Ben Roethlisberger walk behind Alex and he's not wearing pants and he had a big plate of food and he just like, he just like shook his head no and then he just kept walking out of frame. <laughs> Don't um, take that out of context. I'm not taking it out of context. He's just hanging out. He's just throwing it out. You guys He spilled on his pants and, you know, he had to wash it in there. Like, I don't want him here, but he's I here. Didn't say, I didn't say anything about anything, anything sexual or anything like that. I see I why they oh. call him Big Ben now. <laughs> oh, big... Nah, I don't want to keep going with this. Yeah, no, let's, let's, I'm let's, let's just move on. Do they have a backup that they drafted? Uh, yes, Mason Rudolph is their backup. That's who, right. That's right. Played uh, that little that little douchebag. Yeah, the one who got his brains bashed in by uh, uh, Miles, Miles Garrett. Garrett. <laughs> um, but he actually played in Week 17 and played pretty well. Like I don't. Once again, one game for me after you know the few games he played last season, not really enough to you know really give me the rah rah spirit that he's going to be the the best possible situation, but. <clears throat> I guess for Josh, it was like, where, who do you think Ben Roethlisberger? Alex, I'm just going to like, should the Steelers move on from Ben Roethlisberger? Um, no, not until they have, I mean, you know, Roethlisberger's probably got like a year or two left. So get a guy behind them, whether it's Rudolph or somebody else and have him sit, get ready. I, I doesn't, doesn't make sense to get rid of Roethlisberger. I mean, Roethlisberger's not, yeah, you, you pointed it out that the, I, I don't think the reason they fell apart at the end of the year was because Roethlisberger's getting old or something. It's that they were just way too predictable. Yeah. And they've always had, I mean, they always throw the ball a lot. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think just throwing him out if he doesn't want to go, isn't really going to like, unless you think Mason Rudolph is like Aaron Rodgers in 2008 or something. Like what's the point, you know? Which I, yeah, I think most people know that that's not the case. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I, they were still a 12-4 and four team. Obviously, it completely fell apart down the stretch. I mean, you you look at how they played from the uh, – so the, starting with the loss to Washington, um, they – I called. Hey, they were, what, 11 – they were 11-0 at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so they were 11-0 at that point. They won one more game the rest of the season. That was against the Colts, a good team, a playoff team. Um, but they had to come back from a 17-point deficit to win that game. So you, you look at the, the back half of their season, they played one, you know, one decent half in five games. So it, the whole thing, the whole train just derailed there at the end. And obviously, you know, the defense is good. Obviously, Jair, not Jair, which, which Watt? Do they, they have both. They have the fullback TJ, Watt. Right? TJ, that's the one. You know, you got you know, defensive player of the year, led the league in sacks or whatever. Great player, uh, but Dupree losing him hurt. He was kind of coming on, but yeah, I mean, there's no, you know, we can't really spin it. Their last five games, they won one of them, and they only look good in half of that game. So we'll see what happens. I still think he's going to be their quarterback next year. Should they move on? Eh, maybe. Uh, but yeah, that was actually. I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one because I actually, and I did not know that they were going to win that way because nobody did. Uh, but I did pick the Browns over the Steelers just to just to mix it up a little bit. Um, so proud for me on that, and that's it because I didn't win the championship this year in our league. So whatever, I take every win I can get my hands on. Well, that rounds out the wild card games. Now, uh, moving forward, looking forward to next week. Uh, just going to kind of do a little quick. Uh, of course, we got yeah the Buffalo uh, Buffalo Baltimore game tomorrow. Uh, 
we are recording this on a Friday. I had some stormy weather that was affecting uh, internet, so we're recording a little late. But tomorrow, uh, we've got the the Rams and the the Rams and the Packers uh, early, and the Ravens and the Bills as the late game. And then on Sunday, the late game Tampa Bay, New Orleans, and the early game Cleveland, Kansas City. And everyone's kind of talking about it. now it's coming back up. Um, the game that uh, Baker Mayfield played against uh, uh, Mahomes in college, Oklahoma and Texas Tech. Do you guys remember that game? No. No. It was it was <laughs> bonker. Uh, so I mean, and a lot of people are talking about this. So like, I don't want to uh, go completely overboard with it, but it was one of the most bonkers uh, games ever. It was a uh, 2016. Um, I think it's 2016. Still- that's not such a wild score. Oh, well, well, allow me to elaborate. Got it. The year was 2016. So, like I said, this was Mahomes, Mayfield, um, in college, Texas Tech, Mahomes, Baker, Mayfield, Oklahoma. Uh, The final score of that game was 66 to 59. Yeah, I kind of vaguely do remember. Yeah, that that rings some bells. Oklahoma won that game. Um, and there are a lot of names in this game too. I was watching some highlights and it's like, man, there are a lot of like guys that like, and Patrick Mahomes stat line. So here's Patrick Mahomes stat. Like, well, we'll start with Baker Mayfield. It's 27 of 36, 545 yards and seven touchdowns. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty good. Patrick Mahomes on the other side, 52 of 88 for 734 yards, five touchdowns, (laughs) five touchdowns, one interception, womp, womp. Uh, the leading rusher for Texas Tech was Patrick Mahomes, 85 yards on 12 carries and another two touchdowns. So he scored seven in that game too. Thank you very much. And the leading receiver for Texas Tech, Kiki Kuti, 10 receptions, 172 yards and a touchdown. And on the other side, this Oklahoma side, some names you guys might remember, uh, leading receiver. Um, and this guy, I don't even know. I, I don't know what happened. D.D. Westbrook, he played for Jacksonville. Um, still a young kid. I think he's still in the league. Uh, nine receptions, 202 yards, and two touchdowns. And then, obviously, collegiate Joe Mixon, 31 carries, 263 rushing yards, and two touchdowns in that game. Bonkers. Bonkers, bonkers, bonkers. Uh, if we get a game even, cl- like, semi-close to this one, which is not going to happen, I essentially what's going to happen now is, like, those two numbers of Mayfield Mahomes are going to merge into one. And it's just going to be under one name, and it's going to be Mahomes. It's, Mahomes is going to have like thirteen hundred passing yards. Wow. Um, no, I don't think. That well, I don't know. I mean, you look at the, you know, you look at that Browns game last week, and yeah. granted, that was a lot of a lot of that was assisted by those early turnovers. But you know, if they can score in big numbers in Kansas City, like Kansas City's defense seems to only play when it when it wants to. I would love it if it was like that. What was that? Uh, the Rams and um, Rams Chiefs. Monday night game a couple years ago. Was that Rams, Chiefs? Rams Chiefs. That, there's a chance that this game, that the game could be like that. I hope so. I would, I would love it. I think every game should be like that. What people don't really remember that game is the, the Chiefs actually lost that game against the Rams. That, that mm-hmm. was back when the Rams were still like offensively, like it looked like one of the greatest teams ever. Then they get pants in the Super Bowl and now they can't do anything on offense ever now. But uh, yeah, I just we had to bring that up. Crazy Stanley. Oklahoma won that game, sixty-six to fifty-nine. Obviously, in the NFL, uh, I believe uh, Baker Mayfield has their overall record counting college right now at two and one. I believe um, beat him twice in college, lost to him once in the NFL. Um, 
Yeah. And total yards for both teams. Both teams had exactly 854 yards. So that's, that's a lot. No, that would be super fun. Um, but yeah, uh, that game's obviously coming up, going to be a big one. Um, I'm excited for the Browns. Yeah, like I said, I think it could be a really fun game. Uh, we'll get into some of our picks a little bit later. Uh, but before we take a little breaky-boo, uh, obviously some big stuff. Uh, Urban Meyer, uh, unsurprisingly, getting hired by the Jacksonville Jaguars as their head coach. Um, you probably – you remember, like, whenever head coaches get hired, it's like, uh, most recently – most recently, I think Urban Meyer was, like, yelling at children – like on the street uh, who were playing uh, like a pickup game of football. And he was also working with a like, college game day or something. Um, but yeah, new head coach, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Alex, hot take. I know you, you know, you love urban. I know you love your boy urban. Urban. No, nothing's more urban than Jacksonville, Florida. Exactly. It's the most urban place in the world. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Just a super far off hot, hot take uh, Trevor Lawrence, urban Meyer. What do you think they're going to do? You think they're going to take the NFL by storm? My hot take, I can't believe I'm going to say this, is I think he's actually going to do pretty well. Yeah, I'm I not calling too. a Super Bowl. I'm not calling, you know, I'm not necessarily saying he's going to be, he's going to have success like Carroll had, but I think it is the right situation if he wanted to do it. And I think probably his only motivation is uh, making Nick Saban look bad. So wow. if, he can, if he can go anywhere, if he can take Jacksonville anywhere near a Super Bowl, or God for say, or God forbid, win one. He could always have that over Nick Saban. So I'm not saying that's going to happen, but I'm saying it's a good situation for him. I hate that I'm saying it. I hope. I, know, yeah. I hope that prick turns out to be Steve Spurrier 2.0, but I just don't think that's going to happen. That would be great. But yeah, I, I kind of agree with you too. And also, whenever they do finally retire him and Saban, I think that they should live together. Also. Um, oh yeah. Real like, hygiene uh, stuff. Yeah, what's that? What's the real show? odd couple? Yeah, the like the I'm trying to think of like the Netflix show with like the old man actors or whatever. Whatever they live together, uh, it they does, argue it does sort of suck though. Because like when we were kids, like there was, or like when I was a kid, like speaking of like Spurrier, like there was like the rivalries with the good football coaches was like half of them were like boring and half were like like Spurrier, like a, like a super like you know redneck <laughs> like moron, but like. <laughs> free shoes universe like just getting in like people's faces and like getting into fights and shit now it was just a bunch of sour old, like nick saban and urban Meyer are both just like sour old men uh i mean saban i guess is or meyer rather is a little more you know by comparison a little more easygoing but then nick saban <laughs> <laughs> nick saban like he I, I didn't watch i didn't watch any college football all year which honestly was fantastic but I did see a picture of Saban in the post-game conference after winning the championship. And he just looks so like he doesn't want to be there. And like, he's always, he's quoted as saying like, you know, he hates playing in the national championship because it gets in the way of recruiting. And it's just such, such a drag. Like, in, like you've won the title seven times, like fucking enjoy it. Like what's the point of. Yeah. Like this? what's the point of recruiting for yeah. not to play in the championship. At least, yeah. yeah, like have a smile after you win the fucking championship. Yeah, it doesn't even have to be a real one. Just like try and do like what humans consider smiling. I just don't think if, he knows how. If you're gonna be like a villain, be a fun villain. Yeah, well, no, well, we all know that's not gonna, the Bill Belichick school of uh, not caring when you win, but also not caring. But Belichick's when you even, win. Belichick's more, 
I don't know. Belichick's not as as sour as Nick Saban. I mean, like, yeah, when he's talking to the media, but like when he wins or like when he like pull like Belichick pulls shit. Like he like you know he cheats and stuff. He's a yeah. he's a he's a mischievous he's a little guy. Schemer, little imp, little mischievous. <laughs> and he likes you know he likes putting one over on somebody. You can tell. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. Well, well, we'll see. I'm I get excited for the. We we just need we need we need. Uh, uh, Nick Saban to come back to the NFL I think obviously if we want Jacksonville to be back in the upper echelon they need to have that really solid uh solid rivalry like with uh I don't know uh the the, who do you say the Titans or the Colts or something just get Nick Saban somewhere in the AFC I was sure that uh Jerry was gonna drive up a Brinks truck to Nick Saban last year and try to get him to to coach Dallas but Nick Saban must really not want to come back which you know good on him he understands. At this point, why would he? But other than to prove he's better than somebody else. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, moving on, uh, the uh, Falcons, uh, after all the you know hubbub with the Eric Bieniemy stuff and all that, they end up signing uh, or hiring Arthur Smith, uh, first name, last name, head coach, uh, blah, 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 uh, from the Titans. Uh, actually a really good offensive coach. He's been the Titans offensive coordinator for the last two years. In that time stream, they've been fourth in scoring uh, with 30.7 points. Uh, obviously, we talked about that earlier. I mean, like, hey, two years, two solid. You know, you're going to get gonna get some looks. But uh, Arthur Smith is his name. Like, my God. Like, at least, like, try and find someone who has, like, an interesting – you're talking about boring coaches. This guy this guy's in the, the uh, Urban Meyer, Nick Saban school of, like, I'm boring and I'm going to be here for a while uh, type of – coach so yay um and also robert sala i believe uh that's the the pronunciation mm. uh defend, defensive coordinator for the 49ers is taking that job with jets kids he's a new head coach of the new york football jets um great i think it's a great hire actually um that the great defenses over in san francisco uh, the last couple of years, uh, obviously this year, even, even this year with all the injuries they were you know they were a serviceable defense they, they played Played pretty well for that dude. I think it's a good hire. Josh, do you think the Jets now with Robert Sutton, they have their head coach? Like a lot of people are thinking maybe there's going to be a trade with Philadelphia uh, to get Doug Peterson in. Doug Peterson knows our GM uh, pretty well. Obviously, that didn't happen. The Eagles end up firing Doug Peterson. They bring in Robert Sala, defensive minded coach. What do you think they do with that two pick now? With a defensive coach in mind, do you think? they go quarterback or do you think they're going to draft defense? Do you think he's just trying to try and build like a juggernaut defense uh, in New York? What do you think? Um, well, that's a tough question. I mean, it depends on what they think of Justin Fields. Cause he's obviously, you know, yeah. the number two quarterback on the board um, and how much better you think he is than, than Sam Darnold. Um, yeah, hard to say. I mean, I'm not going to rule out the idea that they take Fields just because, you know, Sal is a defensive-minded quarterback. Cause you just I'd like to look at their stats from last year. I, I Their Jets defense kind of got better as the, the season progressed. Yeah, they have they have talent on that side of the ball. That's why, I mean, you know, I, just, I, I don't know. I think it's possible that they, they try and build that. And, I mean, also, like <laughs> – you also just called Robert Sala a defensive-minded quarterback. I don't know if you call that, I was like, <laughs> He's a real defensive-minded quarterback. He gets me doing. I love um, the defenses on the field, baby. <laughs> uh, but uh, also, like, and I, like, someone messed up and called Sam Darnold Tom Arnold. 
Um, Sam Darnold, like, I don't know if Tom Arnold's done yet. You know, Roseanne Darnold. Roseanne Darnold. I think he's still, you know, I don't, I think he's still got some game left too. I think, honestly, if I were there now and if I were a defensive minded coach, which I wouldn't, I'll start, but I'd be a hot shot offensive mind who'd throw the ball. Run and gun. Run and gun, baby. All razzle dazzle. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it makes a lot of sense to do that to trade back and kind of, and kind of get some draft picks and then build a defense there. But hey, we'll see. That's why you do them. Uh, also, another news: Josh Gordon, uh, his suspension has been reinstated again. Uh, that's probably the bad way of wording it. He was reinstated. Uh, now his suspension is uh, back in place. Uh, Josh Gordon, man, had a tough go of it. Obviously, has some some issues that he's working out. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll get to see him on a football field again. Kid was really fun uh, when he was. But if not, whatever. As long as he, you know, gets right and gets good, that's all that really matters, you know. Um, yeah, no, no, any other any other news or anything that uh, uh, you guys want to you guys want to talk about? Uh, no. Uh, also, guys, keep in mind Urban Meyer didn't he have like a heart attack the last time he coached or something? Doesn't he have like a heart attack every like three or four games? Uh, his favorite song is "Sheer Heart Attack" by Queen. Um, there you go. That's what right. I asked. So I think he does have that. He listens to it every, every before every game by himself alone. Actually, that's bullshit. You know, he listens to like some like fucking. He listens to, like the Hamilton like. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, have you heard this? Uh, it's really Hamilton good. Hamilton is too like too like white liberal. He needs like the old Grand Ole Opry version of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's Hamilton. It's Burr. Hamilton. It's Hamilton, but it's done by uh, Kenny Chesney. You'll love it. Casey Musgrave. <laughs> another uh, just enter name here uh well that's all we have for this first half uh we'll be right back after we talk about a company that we talked for the final fantasy Okie dokie. Uh, we are back. Um, so this week we're going to do kind of like what we did last week. We're going to continue on. Um, did some picks last week. Uh, right now, we are currently sitting uh, a few different, like Josh, uh, Josh, you picked the Colts over the Bills uh, and the, uh, the Seahawks and the Steelers, uh, which I mean, Probably a lot of people pick them too. So Josh currently sitting in third place at three and three. Uh, I am currently in second place at four and two. And Alex Lenowski five and one. Uh, his only miss was the Steelers uh, losing to the Browns, or he had the Steelers winning against the Browns rather, um, which again, pretty safe pick there. But uh, Alex five and one. So uh, let's keep this going, boys. Uh, remember, there's a special prize for the winner at the end, uh, and everyone's still alive. Josh is going to be a little bit more challenging um, yeah. for you um, moving forward, but you never know. You just got to get wacky with it. Uh, so, yeah, this late the game, we've already kind of gone over them. Uh, we'll start with uh, the Saturday games. Start with the early game. Uh, Joshy boy, Rams, Packers, who you got? I got the pack, baby. Pack attack. Alex, same question to Packers. You. Alex has got the Packers, and you know me, your boy has to go with the Green Bay Packers. Uh, obviously, I think uh, offensively the Packers are 
easily the better team. Um, defensively, the, the Rams have a very good defense. Uh, the Packers are getting better um, with each week defensively. Defensively, but, they do have a very good defense. Yeah, defensively. <laughs> defensively, defensively say, speaking. Defensively uh, speaking, that's a defense. As a defensively minded quarterback, I have to agree um, that you know Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, uh, many more. Uh, they're they're a very good team defensively. I just think the Packers' offense is going to be too much to overcome. Uh, same day, we got Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Uh, Baltimore, Buffalo. Alex, I think I know who you're going to pick, but who you got? Uh, I'm going to go against my heart and pick the Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, Alex. With the, I even wrote down Buffalo. So Ooh, confident in myself. And you call yourself part of the Bills Mafia. You should be ashamed. I don't believe I did call myself part of the Bills Mafia, but I'd be happy to be included. I'd be happy to be wrong. We should actually go back because I'm also – Josh, I agree with you. I think earlier in the episode, Alex did talk about being a part of the Bills Mafia, a card-carrying member also, I believe he said. You have not been loyal to your capo, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Josh, I'm, yeah. What you got? What you got, boy? Uh, I'm going to take the Bills in this one. I, I think it'll be a close, fun game. But, yeah, I, I really like what I saw from Josh Allen last week. I think he's going to be tough to, to shut down. So. Yeah, I agree. Um, you know, honestly, I was pretty sure that Alex was going to, uh, to uh, take uh, Buffalo. Um, so that set me up to take Baltimore um, just to, you know, kind of keep pace uh, with the picks. But – uh, I am going to go with Buffalo. Uh, that's uh, who I think is going to take this game. I think offensively they are turning into – I mean, obviously they're probably the second most dominant offensive team in the AFC right now, and I think if moving forward, I mean, teams sticking together, I think they could could easily be the, the most dominant offensive team. And that's what Hey, maybe doing. the next time you should pick, you should do your pick first so you can stop gaming the system. Well, I'm not gaming anything. I'll pick first on this next round, Alex, just to make you happy. Big winner. More like wiener, am I right? Uh, yeah, so... Josh um, wiener. Josh, big Josh wiener. Uh, so we'll move over that's into the Sunday name, slate. Uh, Sunday slate, we've got uh, Cleveland and Kansas City, and I'll pick first. Um, as much as... I kind of want to see this thing ride out with Buffalo or with Cleveland rather. Um, I am going to take the Kansas city chiefs in this game. Alex. I'll take Kansas city as well. KC for Alex, Josh, do I even have to ask for you taking? <laughs> yeah, I, I'll take the chiefs as well. Okay. I'm taking the chiefs, taking the chiefs, safe pick, safe pick and rounding out. Uh, this Sunday's super duper divisional round. Do they have a fun name for this? <laughs> it's just like back. <laughs> I think they should have to name every round the super whatever round now. Like the way that Super Nintendo games were all called Super whatever. Yeah. Like super uh, Dennis the Menace. I think they should. St- super Dennis the Menace is the first game that <laughs> you came up with when you were talking about <laughs> Super the Super Nintendo. <laughs> Yeah. I, I, I bought a copy yeah. of Super Dungeons and Medicine the other day. Um, I, I agree with you, but I think they should go by like the name. So the wild card should be like Wacky Wild Card, and the divisional should be like uh, Daffy Divisional. I don't know. We'll think of something here. No, um, that's bad. Yeah, that is bad. No, it's bad. You're wrong. Go home. Um, uh, all right. Uh, finishing up uh, Tampa Bay, New Orleans. This is a little more tricky. Uh, Josh, we got Tampa, New Orleans. Got to go. I, I picked the Bucks to make the Super Bowl uh, first episode it. of the year. I'm, I'm going to keep rolling with that until uh, I can't know more. Till I can't know more. Uh, Alex, what do you got? Tampa. John, who do you have? I asked you first. Well, I don't care. Who do you have? 
Uh, in this game, I am actually going with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, regardless of uh, what uh, you were going to say. Um, I think Tampa Tampa gets the better of uh, of New Orleans in the playoffs uh, this week. Well, the game. well, shit. Unlike you, I'll stick with my pick. Uh, even though you guys both picked Tampa, I'll pick Tampa as well. I just think it's tough to beat them three times. I think they're playing better right now than New Orleans. I think they're going to win. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, all right, guys, so picks are in. Uh, we'll see how we do next week. Uh, once again, Alex, five and one, me, four and two, Joshua Boy, three and three. Uh, rolling Alex's picks this week. Alex's picks. We need to get a theme song for your picks. Alex's picks, Alex's picks. So, Alex, uh, wacky wild card. Uh, uh, what do you have? It's not the wild card, my man. Uh, it's the divisional okay. round. You should know this. Well, I, I was talking about your picks from last week during the wacky wild card. Um, so it looks like I believe you had Buffalo over Indy. Um, my my gambling picks were both wrong last week. Yeah. Um, well, no better time than the present to redeem yourself. Who do you got this week, buddy? Um, I will say that uh, I will pick Tampa at plus three. Uh, and for the Saturday game, I'll pick Green Bay at minus six and a half. All right, lock it in. And then we have to get the song to play again after you're done. Tampa plus three, Green Bay. Uh, so moving on, guys, picks are in, picks are done, picks are good. Uh, funsies this week. So didn't really have a lot of trivia this week. Um, you know, so much going on with head coaching. Um, something we were talking about earlier um, kind of just stuck in my brain about uh, what Urban Meyer listens to before games. Um, so this isn't really like trivia. This is just me kind of asking you guys questions. And we'll run through this pretty quick. Of the head coaches left in the NFL playoffs, right? So we got McVay, we've got Lafleur, we've got some young guns, we got Harbaugh, we got uh, Bruce Arians, that Bagger Vance hat wearing dude, uh, uh, Sean Payton, uh, Andy Reid, uh, Kevin Stefanski, who wasn't even on the sideline because of COVID last week. It was looking like he's going to be back. Um, Alex, what what the song start. what song do you think Bruce Arians listens to? What, what what song do you think? What band do you think he listens to to get juiced for games? Um, he strikes me as a as a warrant type of guy. You know, warrant. I agree with that. I think Cherry Pie. Or do you think he gets some deeper cuts? Uh, I, you know, all those deeper cuts that I definitely can name. So much <laughs> of that won't even try. No, you shouldn't. There's too many. There's too many to count. And we only have a few minutes left. Uh, yeah, I like it. Warrant. Uh, so that we're going to lock that in. We're going to use that in the future. We're going to get our people to reach out to um, their spokespeople. And we're going to find out this for sure. But I, I think you're, I think you're 100% right. Josh, uh, moving on. Some of, the, some of the younger cats, some of the younger kids. Uh, Sean McVay, he's a he's a young man. What do you think? What do you think he listens to to get to get jazz before games? What do you think he's rocking? Uh, out yeah, he's a young dude. Uh, I bet he blasts some Migos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That's a band. Dude. That's a that's a band, right? I think it's a band. I think it's a grill, like a like an act. Uh, Is it like short for amigos, like their friends? Is that why they call themselves that? Do you think? Uh, we'll have to check on that, but without knowing, I'm just gonna say yes. Alex, Alex is he's Alex. You're only 19 years old. You've got your finger on the pulse of the nation. Is right. Migos is Migos like a, a concept? I think he's more of a hundred Gex kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> like Gex, like the the 
video the, game gecko um i'm just gonna go with that too well i'm gonna you know, my pick that I, I chose for myself you're so old john i am like an me. old man i'm an old man um so like i was thinking about andy reed you know i love andy reed finally got super bowl last year great coach um I'm trying to think of like what he listens to. And I was like, so many different. Man, that's a Sinatra man right there. No, see, I was thinking Sinatra. I was thinking, but that's too easy. That's too easy. And then I was like, nah, man, like this dude only listens. He puts on like old episodes of Julia Child on PBS with just the sound. <laughs> and he does like an ASMR thing. Like he just listens to this woman talk about like, like making chicken and stuff. The and sound of food no, he just cooked is... He just has like audio of like a uh, very busy, like greasy diner. Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one of those like sound machines that you listen to it. I was like rain or ocean is this bus- busy diner. Is this deep fryer? <laughs> but he's like kind of embarrassed about it. <laughs> deep, deep fryer. <laughs> what you listening to coach uh never you mind and then he just switches it he switches it to like kiss or something um <laughs> to save face with the youngsters uh I, I like all these ideas guys i think i think we're all 100 percent correct i don't see any way any of us could be wrong especially the mcmay picks you guys like those are such like those are bands that i listen to like all the time because i'm a young person um my migos and and uh and gex the gecko from the video game um but guys, I think that'll round it out. Uh, any any thoughts to go out on, boys? You got any, any any deep thoughts to go out on? Josh, let's hear no. it. Let's hear your deep Just thought. Looking forward to a dangerous divisional round. You know. Ooh, there it is. No, bad. Not as bad as yours, but still not good. Well, okay, so dangerous divisional, wacky wild card, and then the crazy conference championship. John. John, I have a question about this Sunday's game. Yeah, um, hit me up. Hit me is up. it time to is it time to count out touchdown Tom? Uh it is not time to count out touchdown Tom. I think I think touchdown Tom's gonna score some touchdowns this week. I think he's gonna go in and do his job, which is be named Tom and help solicit solicitate touchdowns happening. So I hate to break it to you. Solicit right. is a great word. Is and on that, <laughs> on that uh, I'd like to thank uh, Gunter Volker, uh, always, again, from the band Jack Hotel. You can check them out on Spotify. Great band out of Lincoln uh, for our uh, awesome uh, opening theme song. Um, you can follow us at Twitter at the FF cast. Um, I'd like to thank my, my two boys, uh, my sweet little babies, uh, my cherry pies by Warren, Alex. Uh-huh. And uh, my little sweet, uh, kiss baby, uh, Joshy boy. Thank you. Ooh, uh, <laughs> wow. Uh, also, uh, one more thing before we go out. We have eclipsed the 800 stream mark. Uh, thanks for everyone who listens. Going to hit 1,000 by Super Bowl week is our goal. 1,000 streams by Super Bowl week. We're going to get this episode out uh, tonight. It'll be Friday night. Roll you into Saturday morning. Friday night. Uh, But yeah, once again, thanks so much for listening. Enjoy the divisional round of the playoffs.